who's out with NFL head coaching jobs, coordinators, GMs, and who has already been requested to be interviewed by many of those teams. Coming up on today's Peacock and Williamson. NFL analyst Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson bring you expert NFL analysis every day in less than 30 minutes. Get an inside look into the NFL on the field and in the front office. With elite breakdowns, next-level analysis, and in-depth information only for the real NFL fans. This is Peacock and Williamson, and it starts now. Welcome to the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show. Brian Peacock alongside Matt Williamson at BD Peacock at Williamson NFL on Twitter. Get your questions in for tomorrow's mailbag episode midweek as we get ready for wild card playoff weekend. Today's episode of Peacock and Williamson is brought to you by... Prize picks. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players. If they score more or less than their prize picks projection, you can win up to 10 times your money on that entry. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. That's prizepicks.com, promo code locked on. A lot going on around the NFL. A lot of teams looking for new coaches, Matt, and uh, a lot of teams looking for coordinators, a lot of teams looking for GMs, some looking for all of the above. So we'll try to wade through some of this and maybe look at some teams that still could be looking for new head coaches, like say the Los Angeles Rams with some of the yeah, that's um, interesting. rumors and reports about Sean McVay, maybe thinking about moving on, but let's just go alphabetical through this thing and start with Cliff, Cliff Kingsbury, who has been fired as head coach of the Arizona Cardinals, Steve Kime, GM not coming back as well, according to reports. And the question is who turns around this, football team is this the landing spot for sean payton potentially who's been connected to this job and in the past has said some very kind things about kyler murray who we don't even know when he's going to be back and ready to play for this team uh in whatever coach's first year uh, as the new head coach of the arizona cardinals so i say this every year i love this time of year because there's tons going on playoff matchups you know Hirings and firings are certainly fun. I've been fired, so trust me, there's a human aspect to this. I, I feel for the families, the young kids that have to get moved and all those things. But I also hate this time of year because it's very, very difficult for any of us. I mean, including Adam Schefter and people that are super insiders to really know the credentials of potential coaching hires, let alone potential GM hires, you know, like you have to be in the building, know these people one-on-one, -on -one, or at least interview them for an entire day to have a clue what these guys are truly all about. That being said, I think Arizona is an interesting situation. And I say that we don't know a lot about these guys, but Adrian Wilson is their uh, VP of pro personnel and kind of took over um, these last couple of months whenever, you know, Kime left for, with, for personal reasons, for medical reasons. And, I guess he's extremely well-respected. He was an excellent player. He's in the ring of honor there. I don't know if he can evaluate quarterbacks or left tackles or what, but I mean, he, he has a presence that I think this team could use. And I think in Arizona is really interesting in general because you're getting Kyler. I mean, Denver's sort of the same way. Like the quarterback comes with the equation. You have to get that guy right. But this team needs so many other things. You know, like, would you rather bring in a defensive guy and, you know, just try to build that side of the ball or are you going to go all in on Kyler? Are you trading guys like new Hopkins and starting from scratch and getting every pick you can get? So I don't know what direction this team wants to go starting with ownership. 
It's interesting because uh, every franchise does things differently, especially if you need both mm-hmm. a coach and a GM. Do you go coach first? He brings in his own GM. They work in Simpatico together. Or do you bring in a GM, and then the GM leads the head coaching hires? There's been a, a lot of connection here with the Cardinals with some in-house people. Uh, I'd mentioned Sean Payton is, is somebody who's been mentioned as a candidate for the head coaching job there. Sure. He, thinks he would absolutely have say over who his GM would be, and he would be the top of the pyramid and working with a GM and not the other way around. Um, potentially you'd think that, you know, some big name coaches would have that sort of cachet get to decide who their GM is going to be. Uh, Vance Joseph already in-house defensive coordinator has been mentioned as a potential candidate for head coach. And you mentioned right. Adrian Wilson on the GM side. And I, I don't know. And here's the thing is Adrian Wilson is, is I've heard his name recently a lot with the Cardinals and, and how well he's thought of. And I think he already addressed the team too. After yeah, the season. He shoot him out. Yeah. Yeah, veterans on the team. I think that resonated with them, according to reports. Um, But at the same time, if you're the Cardinals, you don't like. You need to start over. You need to get away from the the time right regime of of people. And maybe that still is Adrian Wilson. But that's really interesting there. Uh, If they go, you know, if if you just go back to Adrian Wilson and then Vance Joseph, right? You really changing. That's what I was thinking too. Like. I've been very critical of this team in terms of their roster building in that they have a unique and terrible blend of old guys, tiny guys and injury prone guys, <laughs> you know, and then to start the season Hopkins suspended guys, you know, and that's not good for a 17 game set schedule. And we've seen this team flounder as the, as, as the season goes on time and time again, namely Kyler Murray. But I also think, you know, one of the things I'm going to start digging into, of course, are off-season team needs. Like, Houston needs everything, but Arizona's not far behind. I mean, like, they could probably use three offensive linemen, maybe a running back, a receiver, just about everything on defense. Like, they could go so many directions. Is there a candidate overall? Like, is, is Sean Payton worth... And, we, and we've heard there's been teams that have already figured out what compensation would be if Sean Payton was potentially to be their coach. Is he that much better than everybody else where if you can get Sean Payton, you give up what it takes and you hire him? I lean that way, especially a team like this that could probably use a, t- a total culture shakeup. I, I mean, I think that would pay off in that, you know, it, it maybe it cost me a year in development. But if I can get a real culture in place that's winning, that would be attractive. We should have prefaced this show, too, though. I mean, I, I think one year ago we talked about what do we want if we're a coach? I mean, I want strong ownership. I want a strong quarterback. I want patient ownership. I want, in this case, I definitely want to be in the NFC. I mean, the, the side note here, I just read this and it boggled my mind. Pat Mahomes is the oldest starting quarterback in the AFC playoffs. <laughs> 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 That's he's also crazy. he's also never played an away playoff game, right? And, like, and he, he won't this year either. And do you really want to compete with all those dudes, Burrow, Lawrence, Lamar, Watson, let alone Allen, Mahomes, et cetera, et cetera, Herbert? So I would love to go to the NFC if I'm Sean Payton. And the Niners are imposing, but the rest of the division doesn't look that scary. Give me two years, I might be able to turn Kyler into really something. I've dealt with smaller quarterbacks before, and. Go from there. I mean, Peyton's the home run. I'm sure some people think Harbaugh from Michigan is going to be a home run too. Maybe, but I would much rather have Peyton. 
Speaking of Harbaugh, an interesting one with the Carolina Panthers, that was the first rumored interview or that there was not maybe not an interview, but a conversation between Jim Harbaugh and the Carolina Panthers. And then all of a sudden the reports are that they don't like each other at all or something like that. I mean, they, yeah. maybe that conversation went bad and like Harbaugh's maybe not interested in the Panthers or, or maybe it was Harbaugh all along that wanted the Panthers and the Panthers might not be that interested in Harbaugh. And there's a long list of coaches that um, are scheduled and requested to be interviewed by the Carolina Panthers for their next job. Some really young offensive coordinators here on this list, like Ken Dor Dorsey of the Buffalo Bills, who's only done it for a year. Ben Johnson of the Detroit Lions offensive coordinator. Uh, then you've got some older coaches that we've seen before. Oh, another one, uh, Shane Steichen from the uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. The Eagle, both Eagles offensive and defensive coordinators getting interview requests. Steve Wilkes, who's the interim, Mike is Kafka also as well. scheduled to interview. Oh, right, yeah, yeah there right, you go. Right. Mike Kafka as well, the Giants offensive coordinator. So it seems like that's the direction they're kind of leaning is the younger offensive coach. And then you have Jim Caldwell's former head coach for both the Lions and the Colts, and Steve Wilkes, who's the interim currently, along with Frank Reich, who's the former Colts head coach. So uh, it seems like, you know, based on this list, offense is the direction they're heading for the Carolina Panthers. It sure seems that way, but I would almost kind of like you said, I would put these in two categories. You know, there's the young up and comer develop my new quarterback type Dorsey Johnson, who I was really happy to see Johnson's names on these lists. I bet he's a candidate next year, but not this year. Who knows? Steichen and Kafka. And then there's the stable been there, been around the block of one games in this league. Caldwell, Wilkes, Reich type, you know, so if you go the Caldwell route, who's been around the block and knows how to win, I would assume he's got to go find a quarterback whisperer. And I know those guys have backgrounds, but I mean, they've been more of the stable head coach type. This is a very attractive job to me. I mean, I don't know if that he's a good owner or a bad owner. I know he's a rich owner. He's an impulsive owner, but that division is just begging for you to take advantage of it right now. And it's an NFC team. Next, it looks like the Denver Broncos are shopping for a big dog head coach. Houston Texans in the market as well, requesting head coach interviews after two one-and-dones. More on that. Maybe the Los Angeles Rams, Sean, Pay uh, Sean McVay potentially stepping down, and the Indianapolis Colts head coaching job, and a lot more. Some coordinators needing to be hired as well in Cleveland and Tennessee. Coming up next. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy and made super fun, by the way. Um, entries can be made in less than 60 seconds at Prize Picks, and it's daily fantasy, so you can play any old day of the week. And it's not just NFL projections that you are playing against at Prize Picks, and there are a ton of NFL projections. We're talking NBA, NHL, Major League Baseball, when that gets back going in the spring, golf, college sports, uh, women's hoops. NCAA tourney coming up. You got NASCAR, you got tennis, you got MMA, you got boxing. Every single day, there are projections to play at Prize Picks. And all you do, you're not picking an entire team, you're not competing against any other people. It's just you versus the projections available at Prize Picks. You pick two to five players. If they will score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, then you can win up to 10 times your money on that entry. So download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, prize picks will give you $100. If you deposit 50, prize picks will give you 50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on and sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. Man, it's almost tax season already. So go to TurboTax and don't 
do your taxes. How about mm-hmm. that? Let somebody else do them for you. Meet with an expert who will do them for you. TurboTax experts can relieve you from the stress of taxes and file for you so you can do not taxes. Show your eyes things that are not taxes. Unpack a moving box of not taxes. Taste taxes. No, don't taste those taxes. Uh, sing not taxes <laughs> lullabies. Uh, you get the idea, right? With TurboTax, an expert will do your taxes from start to finish, ensuring your taxes are done right, guaranteed, so you can relax. Feels good to be done with your taxes, doesn't it? Come to TurboTax and don't do your taxes. Visit TurboTax.com to learn more. That is TurboTax.com. Into it, TurboTax. Full service products only. Video meeting while expert does your taxes required. See guarantee details at TurboTax.com slash guarantees. All right, here we go, Matt. Let's get into these coaches and coach hirings. Um, Are you surprised by some teams holding on to their general managers after fired coaches? I'm looking at Yeah. I wonder if there's another shoe to drop on some of these two. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Uh, like if Harbaugh wants to go somewhere and says, yeah, but I don't want that general manager. Well, that general manager is going to go. I mean, especially the Houston Texans. So the Houston Texans have requested to interview 49ers defensive coordinator D'Amico Ryans. Mm -hmm. A couple of names we've already mentioned. Let me stop you real quick, please, because it's a Niner. Okay. I think he's getting a job. Do you? I oh, mean, yes. I what's like going to hurt him is he's in the playoffs. I mean, some of these guys, the, the, the process is so screwed up that it can hurt Ryan's if he goes to the Super Bowl because people don't want to wait. But I think he's yeah. getting a job. And he might, you know, fly a couple places in that week right. leading up to the. Uh, but you're the trying Super to Bowl. prepare to beat the Eagles that week. Right. And, yeah, Houston, it's really you know, it's and it does yeah. hurt you sometimes because teams want to hire somebody very quickly. And, you know, unless that unless you're able to get a phone or a, a video conference done and, and they fly to you and you get a meeting done during one of these weeks and, and uh, you know, have a little bit of time because you right. like, you're preparing for a playoff team. There's no time off for any of these coaches. Any of these coordinators are trying to put a game plan together. But I, I, I do feel like D'Amico Ryan is going to get a job. And I do too. I feel like he'll probably end up uh, interviewing for most of these openings. Um, and uh, well-respected guy, of course, with the 49ers. And but with the Houston Texans, do you even want that job if you are D'Amico Ryan's or uh, Evero, the defensive coordinator from the uh, Denver Broncos, Jonathan Gannon, Eagles defensive coordinator, Eagles offensive coordinator, Shane Steichen, Ben Johnson. You're going to see those names a lot. Johnson and Ryan's and Steichen on a lot of these jobs. Um, but you're unless I can bring my own GM, if I'm an in demand head coach candidate, am I going to go to the Houston Texans after two one and dones in a row? Well, there's only 32 of them, so that's certainly the argument that any experience as a head coach is good experience, even if I get fired one year after, and, you know, so be it. And, for example, though, like Cauley from two years ago is still getting paid by Houston. I mean, he might be on a beach somewhere very happy, (laughs) you know, and Lovey's going to be, maybe he retires too, and getting fired as a head coach it's still pretty lucrative. You know, you saw, you didn't sign a one-year deal and then they decided not to renew it. I mean, you're going to get paid for a long time and chill out and still have some credibility. And I don't think Cauley or Lovey lost any credibility around the league for what they accomplished. In fact, Lovey's team played hard to the very end and won the last game despite probably having the worst roster in the league. So I think that, especially if you're a young guy, maybe not Ryan's who's in such demand, but maybe... Evero or Gannon or Steichen, maybe somebody like that says, I'll give it a shot. Say, see how long I can stay afloat before I inevitably sink. And maybe even I can make some waves in this bad division with draft picks that I'll have a lot of 
say over. The name that's not on this list, though, that keeps popping up because he's you know a Steeler guy right now is Flores. Because many, many people one year ago said the Texans want to hire Flores. That is their guy. But all the lawsuit stuff scared them off, so they kind of rented Lovey for a year. So I could still see going that direction, too. His name's not on any of these lists except for as a coordinator, but I could see Brian Flores being in the mix. Yeah, Brian Flores is an interesting one. He's on yeah. the list here as being requested by the Cleveland Browns after firing defensive coordinator Joe right. Woods to be their new um, to be their new defensive coordinator. He was the Steelers' assistant. Um, He's not the D coordinator, so he can go interview yeah. for D coordinator jobs because that's a bump up. He's yes. just like a yes. special assistant that they hired late, you know. And would I mean would seem to be a home run hire if you're able to get him as a defensive coordinator. Maybe that's what he sure. needs is another year as a defense coordinator, then probably be back in the rotation getting some head coach interviews. Gerard Mayo is an up and comer, Patriots linebackers coach right now. And then Sean Desai, don't know much about him, uh, but he is a um, associate head coach for the defense of the Seattle Seahawks, which I don't even know what goes into that. But he's also mm-hmm. getting an interview there for uh for that DC job for the Cleveland Browns. Okay. Yeah, I mean I, I can't comment very much on coordinator hires that were assistant coaches, but I did want to make sure we mentioned Flores's name because he's been linked to the Texans quite a bit. Yeah, you take the Texans job, but I mean, Peyton doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> right, Sean Payton does, and Jim Harbaugh doesn't, and even right. some of the young up-and-comers, if they have multiple opportunities, you might stay away from that Houston job. There's a lot of work to do. You've got a lot of draft picks. It's not the worst job, right? but you, you definitely worry about what's going on there, ownership and, and GM-wise. With I mean, it just looked really bad with what's mm-hmm. gone on there the last couple of years. Yeah, I mean, another side note is a lot of people are killing Lovey or the team for losing the first overall pick, but... I don't know that the first and second overall pick are all that much different this year. Is Bryce Young this transcendent Andrew Luck player? Not to me. Uh, I yeah, mean, I mean, he's know. six feet, 195 right, pounds, right. right? And uh, he doesn't really have that elite skill set either to go with it, um, mm-hmm. although he's a really good prospect. And Sure. But, yeah, it's, it's definitely like crowd better or, you know. Uh, right. Or, yeah. or Will Levis or, you know. Right, maybe right, right. Somebody we'll else. see how that shakes out. I want to draft a, a Will Anderson, and I want to go – a different direction with quarterback on from another roster sign Jimmy or, you know, right. Uh, Denver Broncos though, are going for the big dogs here. Jim Harbaugh on the list. They have completed yeah. that interview. They have requested to interview former saints head coach, Sean Payton. It's pretty clear. He wants to get back in the coaching ranks and uh, Sean Payton had talked about that very thing. And I think it's why we're probably not going to see him on the, the request list for the Houston Texans Cause he's talked about uh, what you talked about, what you'd be looking for as a head coach. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm not really too worried about the quarterback and the, the team that much. I'm much more worried about the organization and ownership and, and those types of things. So uh, that's what Sean Payton, is looking for. And uh, I, apparently there was a report that the Broncos have already worked out what that compensation would be if Sean Payton did take that Denver Broncos job. Uh, Dan Quinn has been on the list as well for a while. He's been really connected to specifically that Denver Broncos job, a uh, Cowboys defensive coordinator this year, D'Amico Ryan's on this list as well as their current defensive coordinator. Uh, and uh, Raheem Morris, the, the Rams defensive coordinator also on the list here for the Denver Broncos. I'm a big Raheem Morris fan, so I'm glad to see his name getting thrown around after a very down Rams year. I didn't expect him. I thought that that ship may have sailed for for Raheem. Um, I get the hunch, though. I don't know if you agree, but I just feel like Denver is big game hunting here, that they want Peyton. They want Harbaugh. They want to really make a wave. 
for better or worse. I mean, yeah. you know, they're a new ownership group. I don't know if they're good or bad owners. I have no clue. I know that they are inexperienced owners, which makes me lead to think that they're not good owners yet. You know, I mean, they, they haven't done a lot of this stuff yet, and it's very important. Who are they listening to? And I am a little more encouraged with Denver since they made the coaching switch. I mean, the team looks a lot better you know, without Hazlitt. That's a very small sample size, but you get Tim Patrick and Bowles and Javante Williams and a bunch of other dudes back. And this might not be as bad a job as it initially looks. If Russell Wilson, maybe he doesn't stink, you know, but fighting Mahomes and Herbert is no fun. And by the way, Matt LaFleur said he definitely would consider bringing back Hackett to the, uh, yeah, coaching staff too, so we might see that happen as well. Um, a lot of balls in the yeah, air. Yeah, and if you're the Broncos, you kind of need to do something big, but at the same time, you traded right. away those draft picks. You did get one back from the Dolphins for trading away Chubb, but now are you giving that first rounder back again for your next head coach? So that's a tough decision there. Right. Uh, if it, you know, and I would assume that it's going to be a pretty significant pick that you have to give up or combination of picks for Sean Payton. I would think it's at least that Niners first round pick. Yes, you know, I mean, in that neighborhood, I'm mean, like, I don't know if I'd give up the Cardinals. I think they're picking four or three or something. That three, seems a yeah. little rich for me. Right. Um, it's a little high. It's a little high. But um, the other aspect of this is not all owners pay equally. And I would think the owners of Walmart probably will pay you whatever you want. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that's they important. probably are, won't be shy about trying to go get the guy that they decide they want. Right. I mean, if it's a bidding war, I bet Denver's in it. <laughs> uh still holding on to their gm though it's another one because that was yeah that was one of the worst trades of all time and so you, you better get this coaching hire right if you I, are uh i wonder if his job's long for you know i wonder how safe he is yeah we'll see peyton is uh the, yeah peyton, peyton and peyton sure. over there in, in there the, they go right potentially uh we got the indianapolis colts the uh tennessee titans also looking for a offensive coordinator after the ineptitude on that side of the ball we'll get to those teams next betonline.net is your number one source for sports betting information stats news and analysis this season get all the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there from pro football to college bowl season to basketball and world cup got it all at betonline.net if you love sports podcasts you can find those at betonline as well and of course tons of lines for these playoff football games on Wildcard weekend and beyond and some Super Bowl favorites that are kind of shaken up and moving around as well at Bet Online. Always the fastest and easiest way to get your betting fixed. Head over to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more at Bet Online, where the game starts. Looking at the Colts. So it is going to be Chris Ballard sticking around as GM. He is leading the head coaching search there. And uh, apparently it's not Ursay leading the search. It is Chris Ballard, the GM that is leading the search for the Indianapolis Colts next head coach. And uh, just this morning I saw uh, Chris Ballard address the media and talked about how he had failed and, and what he needs to do to turn this thing around and, and get things right. They do have the fourth pick in the NFL draft. That could be a quarterback or that could be leveraged for uh, many other things there mm -hmm. for this football team. Aaron Glenn, Lions defensive coordinator and Lions offensive coordinator. That's rough for the Lions, man. You right. have first, right. You have your finally first, got something going here. Yeah, leave, leave our guys season. alone. I mean, it's been 30 years since, um, since they've had a team that's performed as well as they look like they're going to be performing 
in the next uh, couple of years. And then both your, you could get your coordinators taken away from you already, <laughs> right. especially Ben Johnson, who seems to be on a lot of lists yeah. and is, is really highly thought of about uh, some of the, the numbers that the, uh, the, the lions offense put up here in the 2022 season. So both coordinators for the lions are on the list Raheem Morris. Again, Rams DC is on the list. Jeff Saturday also interviewing and uh, seems like from what I've understand, the leader in the clubhouse is I think interim, that's so crazy interim coach. Jeff Saturday to stick around with the Colts there. And then uh, Shane Steichen, Eagles offense coordinator, is also on the list so far. And uh, I have a feeling that list might grow a little bit. I don't understand how Saturday could, could possibly be on this list. I mean, they, they won his first game and didn't win any since. I think he was one and seven as the head coach. I mean, I, he seems like a swell guy. He's just not a coach. I mean, go do coaching stuff and then come back. I, I don't understand that at all. Odd ownership group, odd uh, situation here. I very much believe, and this is very subject to change, but I think the Colts will land a quarterback with their first pick in some way, shape, or form, either with the fourth pick, first pick, whatever, as you mentioned. So I think quarterback whisperer here makes the most sense. I mean, I can't imagine them running back a car Garoppolo situation, you know, like they do every year. To start over, it was a bad year. You're picking early. I don't know that any of these guys on this list, maybe Steichen, you know, would really fit that mold of grooming a quarterback. It's got to be all about the quarterback. And that kind of continues probably into the coach, although they had a guy who they thought was going to be, you know, that offensive coach already with with Indy. So I don't know. A a lot of times teams end up going back and forth between offensive coach, defensive coach you know, young up and comer or an old crusty guy, you know, so right, right. that ends up being the case here for the Indianapolis Colts or uh, non, non-coach or yeah. Or someone who's never coached before. <laughs> sure. We could do that too. Okay. <laughs> it, you think it's weird? Don't you think it'd be a natural fit for Jim Harbaugh? His yes. I'm shocked. He's not more linked to it. I mean, he's already, I think he's in their ring of honor or whatever. He's loved there. I, I think that would make a lot of sense. I mean, he could kickstart that team. Harbaugh is so interesting because he does the same thing in every stint. I mean, you saw it firsthand. He comes in, brings in an unbelievable amount of energy, lights the place on fire, you know, wins a lot of games, and then wears out his welcome, and I can't be around you anymore. you got to go. You yeah, know, and maybe that'd be good for him. that fire gets too much in there. <laughs> right. And so I think it's it's probably depends on the GM. Uh, and if you're probably hiring coach first, maybe Harbaugh's your guy, or if you're a GM that's not too worried about the personality thing. But if you're a GM that wants to be the guy and in charge, it's hard to be the guy that's and in bad. charge with, yeah. with Jim Harbaugh around. you got to be in the back burner. you got to set your ego at the door every time you walk into that facility with Harbaugh and just let him be the spokesperson and you do things behind the scenes. But I, I don't know. I, I, I My hunch is that I, the Colts situation won't meet my requirements. I have a feeling I'm just going to be like, meh, all right. I just don't know why I feel that way about it. Maybe just because I keep hearing Saturday's name, which makes me bonkers. The Titans fired John Robinson midseason. Uh, so they've got a long list of GM candidates here, uh, starting with a couple of 49ers, actually. Rand Carthen, who's the director director of player personnel. He's kind of the pro personnel mm-hmm. side guy. Adam Peters, who's assistant GM. He came up in the, the college scouting side of things in the 49ers front office. They both got interviews last year, didn't get GM jobs, and uh, seeing their names pop up in, in GM interviews this year as well. Got Malik Boyd, Bill's senior director of pro personnel, Glenn Cook, the Browns assistant GM. 
uh, Ryan Cowden, Titans VP of Player Personnel, so in-house candidate there as well. Ian Cunningham from the Bears, Bears Assistant General Manager. Quentin Harris, Cardinals VP of Player Personnel, who's also interviewing for the Cardinals GM job. And then um, Monty Osenfort, who is the Titans uh, in-house Director of Player Personnel. So uh, both of it looks like the, the pro college guys on the, uh, on the Titans staff getting a shot, as well as tons of other GM candidates for the Tennessee Titans. And uh, again, it's quarterback and it's offense. They got to figure out here with the Titans. You listed a lot, a bunch of names. Like we opened the show that I don't know much about and are really hard to talk about. I mean, I'll do more research once someone is hired. Um, my hunch is though, deep, you know, we talked about the GM firing. I think a lot of that had to do with the AJ Brown stuff. I also think it has something to do with Malik Willis. I mean, it sure doesn't look like Vrabel's on board with Willis. If you're going to throw, yeah, I mean, Dobbs out there or whatnot. I mean, you bring Dobbs in who wasn't even on the team to right. start the year and bring him in and start a game in the most important part of your season. So clearly didn't see enough from the rookie quarterback there. I think the A.J. Brown thing was big. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, that was a big part of it. And when when you're trying to win and you're built to win and you're not given what you need on the offensive side of the ball, uh, heads had to roll. And it was both the offensive coordinator and the GM heads that rolled. But my hunch is, and where I was going with that is, maybe Vrabel's not going to get to Belichick level, but maybe he's going to get to Czar level where everybody answers to him. And he might deserve that at this point. I have no qualms with that. I don't know if he's good at personnel or not. How the heck would we know? But he's really good at his job, and he should probably have carry the biggest stick in that building. Yeah, and it gets dicey, too, though, when you go down that road because we've seen it go pretty south with the roster in new england uh, even though it was pretty good for a long time and, and they made really shrewd smart moves with who they decided to resign and who they let walk to to keep that dynasty rolling and then you saw bill o'brien came from the same tree and that was a disaster when he took over right, right. everything with the personnel with the houston texans so that is absolutely a slippery slope all right uh, thanks, everybody, for making Peacock and Williamson your first listens. Of course, we will continue on uh, and giving you all the news with all the latest interviews, all of the hirings, and even if there might be some more firings around the NFL. Sean McVay is an interesting one, Matt, and uh, yeah. we don't have time to really get into that one today, but maybe tomorrow we'll get into it because I think I saw a question uh, in the um, uh, on Twitter that can be part of our mailbag tomorrow about Sean McVay and and that situation with the Los Angeles Rams something rubs me the wrong way about that and and I want to talk about Sean Payton and Sean McVay and them leaving jobs coming back to new jobs potentially in the NFL as head coaches on tomorrow's I also teased it and I haven't done it yet I'm gonna do my homework project for tonight I got to do my Excel spreadsheet of ranking every position too I almost forgot so yes we gotta do that maybe we'll do that Thursday that would be yeah that might be good Thursday and we'll cool do all of our picks on Friday's episode this week of Peacock and Williamson. So get those questions in at BD Peacock on Twitter at Williamson NFL. Make sure you listen to all of everything the network has to offer here. Subscribe up on the Locked On NFL channel on YouTube. That is the home of Peacock and Williamson. Make sure you check out Locked On Sports today. Your team is covered as well right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Matt and I are back tomorrow. Peacock and Williamson.